into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Disney's Girl Meets World Season 1, Episode 14, Girl Meets Friendship. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, Lee Epstein. <laughs> Hello, I Chris- missed you. Kristen, I miss you too. <laughs> and we miss you, viewers and listeners. We, we love did. you guys. So, hello, and happy belated Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that we were going to have a whole month off. That was crazy. I know. That is weird. It's been so long. I missed it. Uh, Whenever I got to watch all the episodes today, I was like, ah, yay, we're back. I know, right? Exactly. (laughs) But I guess, like, do you think we're going on a holiday break at all now for Christmas and New Year's? I didn't check it out. We're definitely going to get a Christmas episode Mm -hmm. and a big one. Yes. Which is going to feed the the boy meets world, you know, the the really nostalgic people like you are going to just thrive on that. They're just going to live on it. I was freaking out because someone texted me or tweeted at me that this was the week for Sean and I was so excited and I just kept waiting for him to come on and he didn't. you're like waiting you're he like, didn't hmm, wait, wait no you're like 20 minutes in he's still not here maybe it's at the last scene yeah I thought yeah I thought maybe in the last two minutes they would like bring him back for a second like as a tease didn't happen yeah. no no alright well let's dive into the episode right. girl meets friendship um, so Riley for princess is the first thing we get, and this was sort of the episode where all the friends were being put against each other. Mm-hmm. I, did you ever run for government at your school, and did you run into this mm-hmm. issue where it was sort of breaking up your friendships? I, that's funny. I can't think that I did, but I had a funny experience related to it this week because I went to my 10-year high school reunion. Oh, Wow. On uh, Friday. And it's funny because in high school, it's like you elect these people mm-hmm. to be your high school president and <laughs> I'm secretary. <VP>. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so well, maybe you have this experience where like, basically what you're signing up for is that 10 years down the road and then 15 and 20 years, you're mm-hmm. now responsible for the um, for the reunions. Yeah. Like, mostly what you're basically signing up for is to be the reunion organizer person. I didn't know that at the time. Right, nobody knows that. <laughs> they never tell you. Nobody knows that. Everyone's like, oh yeah, my class president. But then when you look back on it, you're like, what does a class president do at high school? anyway like or you know our secretary and treasurer. I think we got to pick the colors of our graduation gowns oh really we got they- to design them a bit yeah Really? We ended up looking like Halloween. I had no uh, no vote there. What? Wait, it's not like your just school colors the same every year? They were black and orange, but we got to like oh, design that's why, them that's a bit. That's why it looked like Halloween? Yeah, that's okay. part of the reason. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, in this episode, Riley, you know, her whole campaign is being a princess, which is sort of silly. And Lucas, for president, he was the only one actually running for president. And right. um, then we had Farkle... Who wanted to be a dictator? It was a little freaky. I thought. I mean, I liked it, but mm-hmm. I, to see Farkle and this kind of bad guy dictator was a little. Just like seeing a dictator, <laughs> it's, it reminded me of you know the wave. Did you ever read or see the wave? I didn't. Oh well, it's like kind of like this, like a school mm-hmm. kind of 
I mean, that's like a serious version of it more than this is a little more lighthearted, obviously, but it kind of freaked me out at first. Of course, this episode ends very nicely, happy ending, mm-hmm. good, but I'm like, this is creepy, this kid's being a dictator, and all the kids, <laughs> basically, it's a, the wave is like all these kids being like, oh my god, you are a leader, and like, you know, kind of creepily well, getting on board of the dictator. Well, I liked that they used the, oh, free stuff, because people will literally do anything. Especially for, here in Hollywood. For something free. I know. You get a true. t-shirt for signing up for something, and they're going to crowd your email box for the rest of the year. People will do it. I know. We just got this whole mustache <laughs> Movember box at my house. Oh, gosh. My roommate ordered this box of mustache, you know, Movember stuff. Uh-huh. I'm talking like a, I'm not talking like an envelope, like a box of pins and buttons and sashes and t-shirts, like You better stickers. have a party. But he didn't even do the mustache thing. That's what I'm saying. It's so crazy. Was it, did I'm he outing get him for not doing the free? mustache thing. I mean, it's just like. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying, because they'll send you free stuff. But you're right. People will do anything for anything. free stuff. So be, especially middle school kids, like, obviously, they'll, they'll, I mean, if you could do that, but you would think that in middle schools and high schools, there would be kind of, you know, campaign finance regulations or something where they'd say, There'd be limits on what you could give out to people because it's kind of cheating, you know. It's kind of it's yeah. kind of a cheap way to win your school election. That's a good point. I remember when it was kind of difficult when I was younger because it was your whole room and people in your homeroom had to nominate you in order to be on student government. So you were literally running side by side with your friends. Um, in your classroom, and it was. You had like an electoral college kind of system. We your homeroom nominated you, and then you. Luckily went for the- me, like there weren't very many of the quote unquote popular kids in my classroom, oh. and I was just one of those people who were really nice to everyone. I always had gum, so people loved me. That got me like VP and student council. Do you have gum right now? I do. Would you like a piece? I would have a piece. Of gum. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. All right. I'll say this, you know, to, to keep us moving <laughs> while you do that. But I will have a piece of gum. You know. Lucas, in this episode, I thought really developed. You know how I've talked about how... I think, oh, awesome. Thank you. I won't yes. chew it on the air just now, but I do okay. appreciate it. You know how we talked about how Lucas has been a little bit, like, pigeonholed to be the pretty boy? Yeah. And then in a couple of the past, more recent episodes, we've seen more and more of him developing. And I thought that really happened more here. Like, that he is a more developed character. And I like it because I feel like it's letting the actor showcase more of his acting. Definitely. That's what I feel, at least I'm seeing now. And I think that'll just continue and continue more. I was kind of sad whenever he felt like that wasn't his home, New York wasn't his home, and he like wanted to keep going back every weekend to Texas. That's expensive. Yeah, that's, well, that's not the most unrealistic thing. You know, like the horse in the New York City apartment, we didn't... I mean, that was fine with me. No, that... that But the but the airfare is what I was concerned about. The unicorn horse didn't bother me at all. But it's not that it's a unicorn. I'm just like, okay, do you know how small my apartment was in New York? Like, I could barely go to the bathroom. Like, a horse? Are you kidding me? The horse took up the whole room. Yeah, I mean, that was a little insane. But it's, you know, it's fun. To, it's a TV show. It's fun. It's Disney. I'm okay with it. But, yeah, that was a little insane that he wants to go to Texas. But every weekend. Every week. It's a, it's a little, yeah, I mean, he probably has, like, platinum status on American Airlines by the time he's 12. I hope so. Yeah, you, you would think. I hope so. But yeah, but like you see that it's a real thing, you know, and especially for a middle school kid to move. I've I didn't move. I grew up in the same house my whole growing up. You did too. Mm-hmm. But you've probably met. I've met people who've like moved during you I know either military or working. You did want to move. <laughs> yeah, I would have been down to move too. I, I I don't know if I would have then, but 
people talk about how it can be pretty traumatic. When you're 12 years so. old, or like I have friends who were moved in high school. Yeah. You know, you're three years in and then your family gets a job or they're in the military or whatever it is and they have to move. And it can, it can be pretty traumatic for people. I mean, he... He, it's a real thing. I like I like that they've continued yeah. that, and that's like really something that's um, going on. But it's also nice. This episode obviously has a very kind of nice bow tied happy end. ending because we think the friends are going to use that tidbit of he doesn't even want to be here to you know discredit him. Yeah, you're actually, like, oh my god, this is going to be so nasty, and they're going to be like yeah. me, and they really built it up, and I did not know that this really great, cute, happy ending was coming. <laughs> it was a nice surprise. Yeah. It was a really cute surprise, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And that he really has friends in New York who do care about him. I loved his friends from Texas, though. Like, can me they too. please come visit? Me too. That's immediately what I was thinking was, that's going to be my <laughs> prediction. I want them to come to New York, because that would be great. That would be a, uh, an amazing what, episode. What did you like about them? Just because they like, they talk with a Texas accent, kind of? Like that. I also just like that they were new, and they seemed fun. They seemed like fun kids. What about the kid who was... Um who was like behind Lucas, you know, in the in the classroom. He was a new kid. I don't think we've seen him. Yeah, I he didn't have a huge part in this episode, so I'm not sure if we're going to see him later, but he was sort of the rebel that randomly showed up. I I need to see more there. I like that there's a new kid being introduced. Yeah. And he's cute from girls Adorable. perspective. Adorable. Um so I want to see more of him. He seemed fun, but it was just say, kind of I like think he's cute. it was weird. It was weird the way we didn't really use him, but we used him. Yeah. Well, there's, I don't know if it's that same seat, but we've had other characters kind of like we rotate did. in and out of this class. We did. When we had the, the bad guy who the, wrote the right, the thing on his, on his head. Yeah. That's yes. what I remember about that. Me too. Well, um, you That's know. just like they have, you know, I just picture they have a classroom with an empty seat. And then every week there's just like a new kid rotates in that to that great. seat. Well, though, that's how the original, to geek out for a minute, um, if you watch the pilot of Boy Meets World, there's always Corey and Sean, and then for the first few episodes, there's always a third best friend. Who rotates through. Who rotates through, and eventually, because they kept trying kids with the group mm-hmm. to see what the chemistry would be mm-hmm. like, and eventually they moved Minkus into that position in Topanga. Interesting. And then they kept them, obviously. Yeah, so I wonder if if there will be kind of more steady kids. I mean, I think the guest stars of this show have been... Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. When we get to talking about our next episode, there was some, there was a great guest star in that one. You know, there's, there's a lot of, they're getting some big names and some, some great guest stars, both in the kid actors that are not necessarily big names yet, mm-hmm. and also some really famous actors, musicians, athletes, um, coming on the show, so which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, let's talk about your favorite character for a moment, Augie. He won't fall oh. asleep. Unless both parents tuck him in, and I thought that was a really cute story because I do agree that that children need both parents. It was, it was very endearing. It was also that was another kind of like cute surprise thing. They were like, you know, um, why don't you just like go to sleep? Right. You know, like they thought he was mm-hmm. being kind of annoying and childish, mm-hmm. but actually had a very. It was from a very good, sweet, you know, good-hearted place that he just wanted to have both his parents around and. And I think it's a very realistic thing. You know, many, if not most families these days where there are two parents, both are working in many cases. Um, And so it's pretty realistic in terms of the reality that we see in most, at least in families where there are two parents, that's a very common thing. Absolutely. Or in a family where there's one parent, like you'll have a thing where the parent has to work a lot also, especially. So it's, it's... Again, I think it's an example of this show addressing a very actually real, relatable thing, both for kids and adults, in a way that's 
lighthearted and enjoyable and not, you know, too serious. I agree. But it's real and, and fun, so I like that. Girl Meets World is real. It's a reflection of our life. Except for the, the unicorn girls' horse? hairstyles no. <laughs> and shoes and, and horse in New York apartment. <laughs> That's the fashion in New York. I, Let's go ahead and roll <laughs> into predictions. <laughs> That's kind of true. Can we roll into predictions, Josh? Josh in the booth. Okay. Josh, <laughs> push any button. No, I'm just we need the music. Now, we need to move it. Being hard on Josh. Josh, we never worked with Josh before. I just he, met awesome. Josh. He's our engineer today. He used to work at Sirius Radio, so he's serious. I'm, I'm Double ex- entendre. I'm I'm excited to have him in the booth. They, yeah. Good things are coming for us. <laughs> so, what are your predictions? Into the next episode that we're going to recap in just a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, this is great. We should we should not tell you, our loyal viewers at home, that we do. You know, we just pretend that we're doing one at a time. But they know already. You guys know, know that already. They know our schedule and our pattern. They know. They know. I mean, I think. Well, here's the. I mean, in a in a broader sense, I do see now there's more um, conflict being developed between right. the friends. Right. We're mm-hmm. like, okay, we get it. Now they're friends. They're a unit. They're a group. Okay, so we've got that established at this point. So now we're seeing more of them conflict, antagonism, um, and also more development in the characters and some variety in them, right? Like, okay, like in this episode, Farkle wasn't just like perfect, all A-plus nerdy boy. He was like kind of the bad guy a little bit. But you have to be that smart to be the bad guy. Yeah. Sometimes villains are the masterminds. And I loved how he had the white cat, like the uh, Dr. Claw or whatever. Was that his name? Are you thinking of um, From Inspector Gadget? Gadget. Was that his name, Dr. Claw? I think so. Josh, you know? Josh, you got me on this, Yes, it was Dr. Claw. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Inspector Gadget. (laughs) Next time, gadgets. (laughs) Next time on After Buzz's 90s nostalgia show. We literally (laughs) just sit here and talk about stuff from 20 years ago. It's great. I will bring all my old toys. Um, My prediction... So I think we'll see more of that. But what do you think? Well, you know, we saw in the end, Lucas says to Riley, I see you as a princess. Um, so they're teasing yeah, their relationship. That, that got, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I want to finally see that because she's still awkward around him. She's still giving him the thumbs up. And she's like, I can't I help it. I don't know how it happens. So, like, we need to see it play out. From the In the beginning, I thought it was just maybe a little thing they were kind of like, in the first couple episodes, right. but it's actually continued. Right, it's like, continued. at the beginning, it was like, okay, he's the new kid, so she's kind of, like, gaga for him, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that now we're six, 15 episodes in, and she's still, like, you know, nervous around him and butterflies, and Maya has to, like, coach her, has to coach Riley when she's around Lu- uh, Lucas. So it's interesting that that's continued, and I agree with you on that prediction that it looks like, seeing as they rode away on a horse and a... New York Middle School gym, that they will probably have to right. develop that more at this point. I don't know that we're going to get it this season. It might be saved for next season, sort of the relationship to be the whole season theme or, or like strung throughout, because I feel like, you know, we don't have that many episodes left. Yeah, that's we're, true. I we're already know. this Friday is going to be episode 16. S- or 17, maybe even this Friday? Is 16, 16. and then we're, we only have till 21, so... Anyway, guys, yes, don't forget, you can download on iTunes, you can watch us on YouTube, you can give us a call at 424-256-1729, and Lee, where can they follow you? Follow me, please, (laughs) on Twitter. I love that you guys follow me and write to me and write to Kristen also. It's at Lee M. Epstein. 
And I am at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. And also, let's say, are you on Instagram? Yeah, I'm on Insta. I'm also <laughs> Lee M. Epstein on Instagram. Yeah, hit me okay. up, please. I love when you guys write to us and write us questions and comments. We really do appreciate it. It's really sweet. So keep it coming, please. On Instagram, I'm Cinematic underscore Escape. All right, guys. We'll tune in next time. If you stick around, if you're on live, we're going to recap episode 15 in just a few moments. And we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.